It's always a pleasure to have Erica Tablanche with us and I've missed her for the last two weeks of Monday. Mm. So nice to be back with you, Erica. Just for anybody who's hearing her for the first time, Erica is a qualified psychologist. She is internationally certified as a life coach. She's got an MBA from the University of Cape Town and she's got an amazing athlete's mindset. She's one of this country's top long distance athletes. She uses her learnings from her sport to extend into all kinds of aspects of daily life. And she does it so well. And Erica, we're thrilled to have you back uh, to continue the conversation about the building blocks of happiness. Nice to have you here again. It is wonderful to be back with you. I missed you. You too, Erica. (laughs) I gather I missed last week a talk about engagement and flow and about the importance of having hobbies um, as part of the building blocks of a happy and fulfilling life. Today, we are going to look at the importance of relationships, I believe. Absolutely. Building block number three. Mm -hmm. This is the biggie. This is the biggie. Uh, Pippa, I'm going to start with the longest study ever on human happiness, the Grant study. So well worth reading. Uh, Go go read the papers. It is a 95-year-long study asking the question, what makes for a happy, worthwhile, well-lived life? If you're a data junkie like me, this is 90 (laughs) years of data. Uh, with about 400 uh, participants, um, started in the 1930s. And every year they surveyed these participants throughout their life. I can summarize this 90 years of data for you in one finding. What is the greatest predictor that you will be alive, healthy, and reporting a happy life at the age of 85 years old? What is the single greatest predictor of this? It is indeed the quality of our human relationships. And it's not the quantity, it's the quality of our human relationships. And the way, Pippa, that the researchers describe that, it's those relationships where you can show up fully as your whole self, you are loved and accepted as you are. It's those relationships where uh, your sympathetic nervous system can get out of fight and flight. Mm. Those places where you can actually achieve a deep rest. Those... And quite the contrary to, you know, today the mark of many uh, good relationships is how many Facebook likes you've Mm. got. Uh, So not the depth uh, and and more based on quantity. But let's not go down that wormhole. So basically we know for sure that this is one of the biggest building blocks of a happy life. Now, we all know this to some extent, that relationships are so important. The question that I have really for listeners today, the so what, now what? Mm is to what extent do we actually align our lives to this deep wisdom and understanding? Where do we spend our energy? Where do we spend our time? Where do we spend our attention? Mm-hmm. And very often we know it's in our careers, it is in stressing about finances, we don't put enough emphasis on our relationships. And so one of the call, uh, questions today, calls to action that I have is, Who is it in your life that you need to spend more time with? Who is it that you need to call after the show? Just pick up the phone. Because I promise you, if we had to ask listeners today to WhatsApp in with those phone calls or those visits they regret never making, Mm. I think we'll have a flood of messages um, from people. So make the time for the relationships. The second question I have around this is, do we... If we know that this is the biggest predictor of health, happiness, and longevity, or longevity, my mom always says, longevity, <laughs> my child. <laughs> but if we know this, 
do we actually skill ourselves up to be able to build and cultivate these quality relationships? And there are so many unbelievably powerful science-based tools that help us to become more compassionate, to be more forgiving, to be able to ask for forgiveness. Um, there are science-based skills that help us to be appreciative mm. and to look at somebody with deep appreciation rather than looking at somebody and our first thought is a judgmental thought. There's science-based processes for this. And I want to also um, emphasize that there are studies, like for example, there's the theory of uh, attachment, of adult attachment, Bowlby's theory of adult attachment. I think if people understand um, how we attach as adults, uh, whether we securely attached, whether we ambivalently attached, mm -hmm. whether we anxiously attached, if people could understand these theories, it would actually save our relationships. It will save marriages because for the first time you'll be able to look at the person across from you and actually see them and understand them. So the so what, now what, is find a course, find a way where you can skill yourself up in the art of human relationship. There is probably not one greater thing that you can do for your health, your happiness, and your longevity. What should one be looking for? I can hear listeners going, yes, I feel motivated to do this. Where do I go to look? Where do I start? Erica, if somebody wants to sit at Google and look for a course to get started at tomorrow, what should they be looking for? So, Papa, I offer a course, obviously, on yeah. relationship. Um, maybe one day we'll do a, pro, a whole series on that on radio. But I offer courses on relationship. Anybody can just DM me. I'll send them the details. It's a 12-week course where we go through Bowlby's attachment theory. We look at Nancy Klein's 10 principles of uh, uh, good communication. Nancy Klein teaches us how to listen to each other with rapt attention. Mm -hmm. She says violence is interruption. So okay, <laughs> absolutely, wow, okay. absolutely love that. So, and, and we teach all these skills of how to forgive, how to ask for forgiveness, how to focus on appreciation, the deep skill of compassion, how to build that compassion. So that's one place where you can actually come for some real solid science-based um, education. Support. Otherwise, you can also listen to the Huberman podcast. There are some very good resources on Huberman. Uh, he's a scientist that I like very, very much. Uh, Harville Hendricks and his wife, uh, they developed the Imago theory. Mm -hmm. They're excellent. Um, another one is John Gottman. He's probably the, the, the most pronounced res uh, researcher, academic researcher on relationship. And John Gottman is worth following. He's got Marriage Minutes that okay. comes out in a, in a newsletter every single day. You can get one minute of marriage advice. They are fantastic. I really trust his stuff. He came up with the four horsemen of the apocalypse. The oh, yes, yes you know, those four um, behaviors that if you see them showing up in relationship, you can with almost 95% confidence predict whether this uh, relationship, not just marriages, will last or not or will terminate. Lots of resources. Okay, thank you for that. There's some names to start Googling as a, as a preliminary starting point if you are interested in digging a little bit deeper. Now, before we let you run away until next week, Erica, emphasis on the word run.
run, but I should add run, cycle or swim away. You're doing something quite extraordinary next month for a very beautiful cause. Erica is part of a project that's raising funds for a new model of schooling for underprivileged learners. And if you are sitting here trying to get your brain ready and your body ready for the Cape Town Cycle Tour or a Robben Island Swim or the Three Peaks Challenge... Hold my beer, because here is the lady who's going to do all three back to back. Tell us what's happening. Okay, so thank you so much for this opportunity. So, Pippa, we're raising funds for Calling Education, beautiful system of schooling where they look at the child's natural aptitude and then they build a curriculum around the child's abilities, talents, interests. I think the leaders of our country will come from these schools eventually. Mm. So we're raising funds for calling education. Um, if listeners are motivated to please, 10 Rand will make the biggest difference if 10 people give 10 Rand. It's more than what we've had before. I'll send the uh, Snapscan link to you. Fantastic. And people can just ask for it. And so in order to raise these funds, we obviously had to raise a little bit of awareness. Mm-hmm. So we are swimming from Robben Island at 5 a.m. in the morning, um, mm. which I am terrified of. It's a little of. dark and chilly. It is dark for the first two hours, so we'll be swimming in the dark with uh, head torches attached to us. Um, okay. And then we will do the uh, Cape Town Cycle Tour, and then we will run three peaks through the night and uh, hopefully raise those funds and get to the fundraising target. But thank you so much for giving this platform. Uh, That's Amazing. Um, I mean, just one of them would have been an achievement, but to do all three back to back is extraordinary. And Erica, I look forward to the conversation on the other side of that <laughs> 30 hour marathon about, I'm sure, achieving the goals. But thank you. Please do share that fundraising snap scan with us and I will gladly pass it on to anybody who is listening. Otherwise, check out the website callingcpt.com. Uh, the organization is called Calling Education. And uh, good luck. We will speak, though, before then. So I won't say my final good lucks to you just then. We'll chat next Monday. I'm so looking forward forward to it. Thank you, Pippa. Thank you. Erica Tablanche, and do remember to look out for her book, Run for the Love of Life, or follow her on the Thrive Guru channel on YouTube.